I went live before, but uh, we're back. Uh, I was wanting to go live as, as myself because people don't get notified when we go live like this. But uh, we're back. We're going to talk today about uh, drugs found on a recent passenger motor vehicle. Um, and we'll talk about what the difference is here between what you'll have on a regular motor vehicle stop versus this and the circumstances surrounding this. And I want you guys to know how to use this. But I want to start by saying that we do reference a lot of New Jersey case law. This one today will be State versus uh, Wilson, 2003. But for the people who are, there's a lot of people in this group now. So the guys from out of state, sometimes we'll quote uh, U.S. Supreme Court cases, but also know that even though they apply to you, your state may have set stricter guidelines uh, to not allow you to do what the federal standard is. So I would just uh, encourage you to take the time to read some of your state's case law. Try to grab a book on it if you can find it somewhere, and that will really help you. But some of the stuff we do here is New Jersey-specific, so I'm really going to be clear on what I mean by that. Last night we had a debate uh, in the—that well, was a late-night debate for the guys who were involved in the thread uh, regarding asking for consent to search when you have probable cause in a motor vehicle. The reason we have to continue to ask for consent to search in New Jersey for the guys who were involved in that, one guy from Florida, is because we have weird friggin' rules here. So we have to figure our way around it. It's no big deal. We just got to jump through more hoops than other states have to. In most states, if you smell any kind of marijuana in the car, you have the whole car. In New Jersey, it's different. There's cases that have ruled that there are smaller amounts and they uh, that are considered to be personal use, which would only allow you to search the compartment of the car, the passenger compartment. And there's other cases where it will give you the ability to search the entire car. So we just have to differentiate those two. And that's why we ask for consent. I will... Might as well go about this now. The reason we ask for consent to search New Jersey because if and you have when you have PC, if you have the odor of burnt marijuana, for example, and that only allows you to search the interior compartment of a motor vehicle. If you get consent to search, this will allow you to extend that search into the trunk of the car or under the hood without you having to worry about losing these things or having these items suppressed. People will say, well, if you had PC, how would you explain? I've done videos on this before. How would you explain why you asked for consent to search? And your answer would simply be, I asked for consent to search because I had the odor of burnt marijuana. I wasn't sure if I could go into the trunk or I was sure I couldn't go into the trunk. And I wanted to try this first before I called for a canine unit. If they didn't give me consent, I would have called for a canine unit at this point. Um, so it's simple. You don't. So some guys are like, well, all you need is, R, you know, you need RIS to ask for consent to search. Hey, dipshit. You got probable cause. You're one step higher on the scale than reasonable suspicion. So please, before you give your opinion about how you feel about things, let's really think it through. You have probable cause to ask for consent to search. Let's take it back to Pena Flores days, everybody. When you were asking for consent to search when you smelled burnt marijuana. Still good, right? Because you weren't going for a warrant. Use Use your brains. Use the brains that God gave you. Let's stop assuming things or listening to uh, Rick, the 23-year-old, uh, 23-year veteran patrolman who sits at midnight muster miserable as shit and tells you things that don't make sense. So we know all those Ricks out there that are, uh, I don't use that, just use that name just in general, but uh, maybe somebody in your department's name Rick is an asshole too. <laughs> so that's why we would ask for consent to search because it would extend to places that we weren't allowed to search with the probable cause that we had. So that fixes the problem. Somebody asked me today, hey, how come a dog indicate when a dog indicates we get the whole car bumper to bumper? Let's think about this. Let's go back to the Pena Flores days for the guys who weren't there 
when we needed to get search warrants if you were denied consent and you had probable cause. You would have a dog indicate and you would take that search warrant to a judge, say, Your Honor, Fido or Sparky scratched the front right quarter panel of the car. The judge would not say, okay, well, he indicated at the front right quarter panel, so get your bolts and and welding kit out, and you can take apart the front right quarter panel. You can't touch anything else. No. They said, yeah, all right. Dog indicated. There's presence of narcotics. U.S. versus Sharp. I'm sorry, U.S. versus Place, 1985 or 83, verifies a dog's nose, establishes probable cause, and the judge would say, all right, yeah, here you go. Here's your search warrant. Enjoy. Rip the car to shreds. So let's... There is, and people are like, oh, is there a New Jersey case on it? Guys, if we adopt federal standard, they don't set another case for New Jersey. What they will do is they will reference federal case law in their ruling. So if you read these cases, you'll actually see where they take their wording from. And a lot of cases have been taken from place. It's adopted. You're not going to have one in New Jersey that says that dogs establish PC. You know, you'll have stuff that references other places. But so let, let's all know that you can search a car. Uh, a dog, any dog handler who has half a brain, because there's some guys who's maybe the chief's nephew who were picked or the councilman's son who were picked to be the canine guy and don't know their ass from their elbow about case law or police work. But they should be able to explain to you from all my canine friends that we can't really determine where that odor is coming from precisely in a motor vehicle. If they indicate, you should get the whole car. But let's go into... This one, drugs found on a recent passenger. So two patrolmen see this car in Patterson. This is 2000. This actually happens in 1998. It gets ruled on eventually at the Supreme Court level in 2003. Um, one of the cops notices Mr. Larry Wilson, who is a front seat passenger in the car, uh, believes he has outstanding warrants. The car stops. They get out. They start walking away. Uh, not because they spotted the cops. The cops see them. They stop the car. They call Wilson over. The cop makes the arrest, knowing that he has a warrant. Good to go with the arrest. Now, when he arrests him, Mr. Larry Wilson pushes his hands through and narcotics fall into the ground, a small bag of marijuana. And then he does it again, the other sleeve and a small bag of cocaine dropout. Right. So what happens is then the cop goes back to the car and searches the car and finds 50 bags of crack. The problem is it got suppressed. And here's what the court said. Um, again, we go back to the officer into the vehicle from the passenger side to see if there were any other drugs in the paraphernalia. And then he found it in a map pocket on the lower portion of the passenger side door and found these drugs. I'm going to flip over this way a little bit to my notes. Uh, in this case, there were essentially two factors presented by the state. First, the officer recognized the defendant as a person against whom warrants for contempt had been issued. Secondly, the defendant possessed seven small bags of what are believed to be illegal narcotics shortly after he was observed exiting the vehicle. These facts, according to the court, did not give rise to a well-grounded suspicion. Probable cause the vehicle contained narcotics. Now, let me read some things to you here before you jump the gun. This is what the court says at the appellate division level, which was adopted by the Supreme Court level. The vehicle committed no motor vehicle violations, so they really had n- no reason to stop. They didn't have any RES uh, beforehand. So that's why I'm saying you got to differentiate from what you have. Every situation is a little different. The vehicle committed no motor vehicle violation. There was apparently nothing suspicious about the car itself. So you're lacking that in the beginning. The car stopped on its own initiative, not at police request. The occupants exited the car in their own violation um, or volition. That's what it says. The driver 
had proper credentials. There was no contraband in plain view and no indication that either occupants of the vehicle had recently ingested drugs. So what they're saying is they had no reasonable suspicion to believe the vehicle contained narcotics. The occupants did not attempt to flee. And indeed, it appears that neither defendant nor the driver even knew the police were present when they stepped out of the car. There were no testimony. The warrants outstanding against the defendant were for drug violations or formatting violent conduct. And the court goes on to say, look, you don't, you can't, you didn't tie this car to this drug use, which is crazy because the drugs fell out of the guy's hands soon, right after he stepped out of the car. When the defendant asked, uh, was asked to put his hands out, he complied. The only incriminating conduct was that the drugs dropped from the defendant's clothing when he was being handcuffed. No drugs are found on the ground between the car and where the defendant was being handcuffed. There was no testimony that the amount of drugs on the defendant, uh, defendant's person caused suspicion that other drugs be present in the vehicles. So what they're saying is, he didn't have a distributable amount on him. They considered it personal use, which is crazy. It's nuts, guys. It's not, I know it's nuts. This is for New Jersey stuff. The guys from out of state, this is different for you. This is New Jersey stuff. The Supreme Court found significant there was no testimony the drugs found in the defendant were possessed and packaged in a fashion that furnished the officers with a well-grounded suspicion that the defendant was about to engage in illegal distribution using the car to conceal or transport additional contraband. Wow. Okay. So this is this. You guys can read this. I would I would tell you to take your time to read this. It was not enough to describe the quantity of drugs or location of the defendant's person and the defendant's proximity to the car. These officers needed to articulate more fully why I'm sorry, more fully why these facts provided the threshold level of suspicion required to justify their search of the car itself. In the same vein, there was no specific testimony that if possessed solely for personal consumption, the drugs discovered in the defendant's person raised a fair probability that drug paraphernalia could, would be contained in the vehicle. We reiterate, we reiterate that the warrantless search in this case is presumed invalid and the government bore the burden of creating evidence, evidentiary record necessary to uphold its conduct. Uh, let's see here. So they, they say they didn't establish probable cause. So guys, if you're going to have this, you got to tie that conduct back to the car. Um, they're even saying they have reasonable suspicion at this point, but you'd have to do a little more digging, a little more dirt. If you find this as somebody searching to arrest on a passenger with a warrant, you're just going to have to build up a little more RAS, a little PC. Don't walk away from it. You know, and when in doubt, ask for consent. Maybe your RAS won't be, you know, most likely your RAS is not going to get challenged. Call for a dog if they're not going to give you consent to search. But just be weary of this case. Doesn't mean that every circumstance that somebody gets out of the car and they have CDS on them, search institute arrest because of a warrant means you can't search the car. It just means what are the circumstances? Make sure you build your case well to make sure you can tie it back to going into searching in the car. So hopefully that helps people. I will add all the crap to this and you guys can search and read this case yourself. Hopefully it helps you guys make a better decision in the field. Glad to be helping everybody. Bye-bye.